0: Today, we have Sam Silly back on the show to talk about her amazing 360-degree turnaround in her life and in her recovery. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. Today we have Sam Stilly back to tell us about how her recovery journey has been going since she last recorded with us. Hey Sam, how's it going?
1: Hey, good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm excited to have you on the show today.
1: I'm so excited to be back on.
0: So why don't we just jump right in and talk about... Recovery, what has life been like for you since the last episode?
1: Oh my gosh, that's been so good. (laughs) It's so different.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Lots of of new developments for sure. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. Yeah, tell us about, um, so the last time we talked, I think we kind of ended with you working on the Moral Compass work. Um, You were working to figure out whether or not you were in the right relationship for you. You you had been doing hard things and you had just been crushing life in terms of your confidence. So tell us what happened with the relationship, with, you know, moral compass work and just what you've been up to and how your recovery has been going.
1: So after... I mean, I talked with you quite a bit about it. And, um, after doing some, some soul searching, some moral compass stuff, a lot of praying, um, (laughs) that relationship, um, it did end. It was definitely not the right fit. Um, very unhealthy, unhealthy situation for both of us. So that, that did come to an end, um, However, it, it did lead me to <laughs> finding, finding my person, <laughs> finding my forever person, so oh. I can't be t- <laughs> too mad about it.
0: Well, that, that's amazing, first of all. Let's talk about how you survived that breakup, though. So I, and you and I were talking about this before I started recording, about how a lot of people with borderline personality disorder tend to hoard the people they're with so they're not evaluating whether or not the relationship is right for them so much as just worried about whether the person will leave them so how did you get from the space of like I want this to be my person I want this to work out to surviving quote unquote the breakup to putting yourself out there to dating again
1: um it was I mean it was tough. I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it or or anything like that. It, it was hard. Um just because I know that while I was in in my BPD and in in the middle of that that headspace it was it was all about abandonment, you know, don't abandon me, don't leave. Um what can I do and just through through gaining my confidence back and, well, just gaining it in general and just honestly (laughs) through the word and, you know, getting in and, you know, God tells you exactly what love is and love is patient. Love is kind. Um, love is not boastful. Uh, all of those things just, you know, getting into it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, my, my relationship is not love <laughs> it is not mm. it anything that even resembles love no nope. and that made it a little easier um but I mean it still I, no matter how mentally stable anybody is quote unquote stable uh, breakups are still hard um and especially especially getting back out there because I Losing losing somebody you were with for years, it for me anyways, it did shake the whatever confidence I did gain a little. Mm -hmm. And so getting back out there was was a struggle. (laughs) But
0: Yeah, for sure, but you did it. So it wasn't it seems like it wasn't something that paralyzed you. It was just the struggle of breaking up. I mean breaking up is always gonna be a struggle whether you have you know, like a hyperbolic brain or not, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, ending, an end to anything is never easy, whether it be a season in your life or a, a relationship, a, a job. I mean, anything, ending anything is never easy because you've always got that little bit of uncertainty as far as what's next. But yeah, for it, sure.
0: Oh, go ahead. No, for sure. I mean, I think that's awesome that you had, you read the word. First of all, you already had a lot of skills, right? So I think that anybody who has listened to the previous episode knows that you did a lot of work to learn how to regulate your emotions to get through hard things. So by the time it was time to break up, you already had these, you know, your eyes wide open, so to speak, to the toxic behaviors that were going on in that relationship and just how it wasn't right for you. So then, you know, you... It's oh just, for sure! Yeah, it's so beautiful for you to have read the definition of love and you're trying to find it. So, it was the first person that you found after the, that last relationship like your soulmate? No.
1: No. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I. Uh, I. Ever. I mean, I had. I had that rebound. Yeah. Talking. You know. I just the texting and you know, whatever. Um, but it was, it was really, it it came down to one question actually. Um, and there was, there was one time that it was, it was right after church and it was, it was just, it was a powerful message and I cried and it was just, it was good. And I remember, You know, saying something about man that was such a good service or something like that and I got the response of well I'm not a religious person but whatever works for you and it just hit me wrong and I was like eh (laughs) no thanks and yeah honestly and it's it it stopped right after that (laughs) um but but then Jonathan happened (laughs) and there was there was just this, it was, it was after church yet again. Um, and he actually, he asked me how it was, how was church today? And I was like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. You know, how was yours then? Just going on about, um, you know, how he had this leadership meeting after, and it was really good. And the service was awesome. And it was just, we connected on such a level. And we, I mean, we still do <laughs> connect on such a level that I've never connected with anybody before. And, it's amazing
0: it's it's incredible you you you're able to that
1: that god's given
0: me oh yeah absolutely you are able to to find (laughs) that definition of love and then follow it and i think I think maybe a part that we're missing is that when, after you, correct me if I'm wrong, but after you broke up with that individual you were dating, you know, when we talked in the last podcast, you were trying to find community, because I remember that person didn't really want to go to church or wasn't involved in church, and you were a Christian prior to you and I talking even, right? But like reading the Bible and things like that kind of revitalized that, so You started going to church because you were free of the burden of that relationship. So you were looking for somebody that wanted to be a part of that with you, who wanted to share your life, not tell you what to do, or, like, be distant from it, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, it's, church is the biggest thing for me, but it's also, like, I mean, I, in, in that past relationship, it was, it was just very constricting. It was very all about this person. And I mean, I never was confident enough, I guess, or never given the opportunity to have, you know, outside friends, so to speak, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, it's just, we're playing a whole nother game. <laughs> like, it's not... There's The ball's not in the other court. Like, it's just a whole different game. <laughs> like, we have game night and just friends and just, you know, like, there is no, like... I don't know. Just that sense of... there. There's such a sense of trust mm-hmm. that that is so important.
0: That's amazing. And so, like, if we look at recovery, what... Of all of these things that you've been through, what has I guess what's the hardest part? Oh, um
1: not trying to be less independent, trying to be less self reliant. Mm-hmm. Um accepting help <laughs> and accepting um love I guess you could say that that's it's it's a struggle but I mean it's getting better on on a daily basis for sure but the accepting help and not not being so so all about I have to do this it's learning how to operate as a team
0: yeah for sure it's being vulnerable I think is also it right I remember that time that you called me and you needed a or something right like you needed help with something and it, he was able to provide you with the support and you're like do I do it I'm like yes because he wouldn't have offered his help to you if he didn't want to do it and it was a very uncomfortable space for you because taking things before in previous relationships meant that there was like some sort of control over you maybe abuse maybe like it was thrown back in your face yeah oh
1: yeah there was there was always strings before and I mean now it's I and mean, there's there's absolutely nothing in return like there's just just let me love you he says. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That's really amazing. So then other than that is there anything else about recovery like have you had relapses? I think someone asked that in more on the previous questions like are there re episodes, excuse me. Are there relapses? Do you feel like you've gone backwards? Like speak on that a little bit for people.
1: Um, sometimes I get stuck in my head still, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, and it, like we talked about in the last time that, that you had me on, it was, we talked a lot about, like, periods mm-hmm. <laughs> and how being hyperbolic and stuff mixed with all the, the hormones of that, it it can definitely change change your perception of things, but, um, that... I, I I struggle with wanting to be isolated sometimes, especially in that time, mm-hmm. like that time of month or whatever. But tracking, you know that that's still a thing that that I do for sure, and that that helps a lot just to be just to be aware of it. But um, yeah, pr- really, that's that's about the only time that I can think of as far as being. Going backwards.
0: Interesting. So no episodes, nothing like that. Just like getting stuck in your head and kind of getting through it by gritting your teeth and bearing through it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not all sunshine and glitter (laughs) all the time. Oh, it's not. But I mean, it's (laughs) right. (laughs) Shocker. Um, but it's more of a quote-unquote normal level now. Like. Nobody is glittery 110% of the time. However, I'm not it's 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 just more of a normal level. Like my bad days are not catastrophic or my my sad days aren't like totally in the gutter depressed. It's just like, eh, that happened, that sucks. Right. So, that Really? Really?
0: No, 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 no relapses. No, no sliding backwards. Nice. That's amazing. I love it. That's exactly the way that I would want it to be for everyone, because there's no relapse when you have a new identity. You know, when you left that old relationship, you left a new person. So you putting yourself out there. I mean, yeah, excuse me, it's scary, but you weren't the same person. So you were ready to find that love that you were looking for. And you were ready to like move on. Right.
1: Right. Well, and I have to add though too that like having a good support system is huge for me. <clears throat> like I said, like I, I mean, I have friends now. Like I, you know, I've got a, a friend who lives here in town actually, and um, I mean, we we talk randomly. Um, my parents are huge. Um, I talked about finding. I think I talked about finding my biological dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And the last one, yeah. So, um, they're a huge, insanely huge part of my life. And um with I mean, my dad's a preacher. My mom has her own um women's ministry that she is doing. Um, I've Jonathan. Um there's just there's so many good healthy relationships going on right now in my life that that helps too mm-hmm. because you have that level for the healthy relationship, you have that level of trust. That you can go to somebody and be like, hey, like, it's kind of a junkie day. Like, can I just have a hug? <laughs> or can I just, like, vent and get it out and then let's go get chicken nuggets <laughs> or whatever. Like, yep. and they don't, like, hold it over you and, you know, dwell on it or whatever. And it, the support system is big, too.
0: That's amazing because you also don't dwell on it or hold it over them or stay stuck in it or you just recognize when you're stuck in your head because of your period and then when you're having a bad day because, yeah, like, recovery doesn't mean I never have a bad day. Recovery doesn't mean we never have bad days. That would be some weird kind of world, like some sort of, you know, twisted utopia. I don't know if I would want to live in that space where you never had a bad day. It would be kind of weird. But you know when she does when you do have bad days you're hanging out with friends you're reaching out to family like these were not things that like you do before i feel like you would just isolate yourself and like get really upset and feel like there was no problem and go dark right right
1: like sit on the bathroom floor and cry or go out and cry in my car or like no i that's that's not an option for me anymore (laughs) not at all
0: It's amazing you're a completely different person yeah completely different you didn't even want to go to the mall by yourself we did talk about that now I'm remembering in the last episode remember you didn't want to go shopping by yourself so you started doing that
1: yes and like looking back on it I I laugh at it because I'm like really (laughs) like (laughs) there's times now when I'm like I just want to go eat by myself (laughs) sometimes like I'll go eat lunch by myself or you know it's I don't do a lot by myself just because I don't have to, but I I feel comfortable enough with myself now to where I would be totally cool with it.
0: Amazing. So amazing. And you also, you know, the behaviors that we engage in are really, I guess, like a great sign of recovery. You know, when you trust yourself, then you can trust the world around you. You can't have a support system when you don't trust yourself or anybody around you because you won't reach out you will be stuck on the bathroom floor crying you won't have that you know like notion that oh if I do something differently or if I reach out then maybe I'll get a better response and I'll have somebody to support me so you really had to trust in that To and you'd had to change completely to be who you are so relapsing would mean that you changed completely back into the person that you were I don't really see the path for that would you ever walk backwards to the person that you were
1: Oh, absolutely not. That is, that is not an option. Not, not at all. Um, especially, I mean, living, like living life now and I mean, feeling how enjoyable (laughs) it Mm. is and like just being able to recognize and see all the blessings that I have now and, you know, appreciate things like there's absolutely no way that I would go back to, to the old Sam. No way.
0: Being, having the blessings and being grateful, isn't it so amazing? I was thinking that today, you know, like we got a house and it's not like, you know, the most glamorous or whatever. It's just perfect for us. And I was thinking that like, gosh, I'm really grateful to have rugs in our house. We have these like rugs and I'm just like, I was sitting on the rug and I'm like, oh, I'm just so grateful the way the rug feels in my hand, you know, like it's like those little things that, you people I think take for granted that really, Little things like that, if you can be grateful for your rugs, your chicken nuggets, your friend, the laugh the like the laughter, like all the thing bless it you being blessed to have Jonathan now, if you can really be grateful about the little things in life and look at them all as a blessing, it is such a game changer and look that right there is indicative of your recovery because I don't know about you, but when I had BPD in my BPD brain, there were no blessings. There was nothing to be grateful. I would have been like, that rug's dirty.
1: <laughs> right. I was always, oh, well, that was cool, but when's the other shoe going to drop? Or like...
0: You were. Well, this will
1: only last for a minute.
0: <laughs> you, huh? you were like that. You were 100% like that. You would say that right? <laughs> every week. <laughs> you yep. be
1: like, tell me something good. I'd be like, eh. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, you have... Do you want to tell them about your Pinterest board? Is that good information?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I made a board, uh... Shortly, shortly after Jonathan and I started dating on Pinterest. Okay, so it was actually after our first date. I, uh, went to my grandma, and I was like, I'm gonna marry this boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's gonna happen. She's like, yeah, okay. And, uh... Then it was it was probably honestly it was probably like a month <laughs> after we were after our first date and i uh I made a wedding board on Pinterest. It's called my one day board and um not that long ago, uh, I added Jonathan to this board, and we bounce around ideas together and I'll randomly add stuff to the board and Sometimes, like I've heard him make little subtle like references to Pinterest things, <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't know. It's, it's a thing.
0: <laughs> amazing! But you're not waiting for ball,
1: the flamingo thing.
0: That's what you're not waiting for the other shoe to drop with this relationship. So that's amazing.
1: No, absolutely not. He's he's my person for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's incredible. If you had never gone through what you went through in recovery, like all the stuff where you're like, oh, I thought she was being mean to me, you know? Remember in the very beginning, if you had never gone through the pain and the truths and the growth, I mean, you went through a lot, you wouldn't have been able to see it. So if you're out there and you're just kinda, you know, that the way our brains like to go and they just latch onto, oh, she found her person, you know? Yeah, she found her person because she worked really hard to step out of her comfort zone, to you know, see the neurotypical world, and then to really try and live in it. And she also found someone who loves her hyperbolic temperament. He loves your hyperbolic temperament, does he? Doesn't he? Like the childlike, silly, playful side of you.
1: <laughs> he does. He does. And actually, um, it's it's funny because um, like sometimes his mom will say oh, I hear giggles. Sam must be here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's, there's just so many, it's, it's, it's all about the little things with, in, in our relationship for sure. And like, he would tell you this too. So I don't feel bad about saying it. He is just as weird as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it so fun and it makes it so enjoyable that like, we, we do get to enjoy just, just the little things. And like, we text each other random like there's this thing i think it's katana comics i'm not sure exactly how you say it but just this little like cute relationship meme things on pinterest and like we'll just send each other you know like funny oh this made me think of you (laughs) and you know sometimes it's spongebob sometimes it's serious (laughs) it's you never know but that's what makes it fun is because he enjoys enjoys getting excited over ball or you know whatever with me and i i don't have that we don't go in public because you embarrass me vibe that absolutely not
0: (laughs) amazing yeah i remember we talked about that before it's just incredible like your story is it's just amazing for you to have gone from the trauma that you went through that you shared with us if you haven't listened to sam's previous episode you should definitely do it and this is her part two where she's growing and she's done some really scary things and sort of come out not sort of, definitely come out on the other side and is doing well. So what about all your notebooks? How are you maintaining recovery? And maybe that's not even a question to ask because maybe you don't have to maintain a thing, but what do you think?
1: Well, I wanted to add also about um, about what we were talking about earlier that about the support system and stuff. Like I didn't have that going through recovery. Like I did it by myself, like with you, it was like, you were my support system. Like, I, you know, any, any other time, like, aside from our appointments and stuff, like, all the hard, hard work, mm-hmm. like, I had to do that by myself. And so, like, it's totally attainable without having that support system. Like, you don't absolutely have to have, like, I didn't have a J. Yeah. <laughs> like we said before, like, that, yeah. during that time. And so, you, you just mentioned my notebooks. I did. I have, and I still do, um, a million Maybe not a million. I actually have seven.
0: Seven. Yeah,
1: I have seven notebooks. Um, yep. <laughs> um and I I carry this one with me all the time. The one that I I started with with you. Um it's been almost a year since I called you the first time. Yeah. Did you know that? I did. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: It's
1: amazing um yeah. but I carry the the first w- notebook that I ever started with you I carry that with me all the time actually um, sometimes I use it to take my church notes in <laughs> <laughs> nice. but um it's it's just a reminder to of exactly you know how far how far I have come and looking back at some of the notes and stuff that I've taken um, during like whenever we used to do the zooms and you know all of that the notes and stuff that I would take it's it's kind of it's a reminder of the the things that stuck out mm-hmm. like what was important like if you know fall down 106 times it's not 107 like silver lining <laughs> um I uh I found earlier um when when you were having me do my moral compass and whenever I was like looking up definitions for things like I didn't know I didn't know like what it meant to be humble to be brave um, Mm -hmm. to be you know driven all of these things have integrity like I actually had to google all those things but then I also I found where um, I was googling love and before this was before I actually like was before I nerded out on the Bible all the time like I do now. <laughs> but before like I it really sunk in like God's definition of love and you know how he wants us to, to love one another. I found Will Smith's version like his definition and I was reading that and sometimes I'll go back and I'll, I'll read that and that that helps a lot too. just just it's good reminders.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So your recovery maintenance is is not necessarily the notebook. It sounds like the notebook is the reminder of how far you've come. The recovery maintenance for you is just living this new life and not looking back. That's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I I don't look back. I have goals and I've got so many so many new things happening for me in my life right now that I I don't have time to think about the old Sam. She's doesn't exist anymore. There's there's no point in in dwelling on it or you know thinking about it too much. Like I've I've worked so hard to instill all these things that now it's it's just life. <laughs> it's just it's Tuesday. <laughs> That's right.
0: It's just a Tuesday. We're just chatting. Yeah, and I love that you brought up that you that you did this yourself, because you're right, you didn't have a J, you didn't, you had a relationship, but you didn't have a partner, and you didn't have your supports, because you didn't let anyone in, I don't think you really talked that much to your family, and you didn't go out with your friend, because you were sort of stuck in that place, so yeah, you did do this all on your own, and you're, you know, like, not looking back makes sense to me, you just started running with it, and then, like, just, you know, getting in the word, like, can you tell people about how, you came to the place where, you know, your spirituality. I guess like that—that that you now are so connected in the church, and then what you're doing with that, and what some of your goals are. It's a lot of questions.
1: <laughs> okay, what was your first one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing, Sam. No. Um, yeah. So what? Let's just talk about how you came into this journey of spirituality. I know we talked about it a little bit last time, so you know, you did let people know that you were using Jesus as your role model and then me. I think what was it? You and I and Jesus where how how did that go in your mind?
1: Oh, so like so like I was here and like I had Jesus on one shoulder and you on the other shoulder.
0: Yep. That's and right.
1: we were like the the three tears so to speak (laughs) like that was that was my my decision making posse
0: (laughs) yep I remember that so one day Sam said that she had me on her side right like that she I was like right next to her and she she would imagine like what would I do and then I said well Jesus is actually my role model so I appreciate that you are saying what would I do but I think maybe you might want to put Jesus on one side because I knew Sam was a Christian before she and I started talking, I think just because maybe you had a t-shirt on that said, got Jesus. Yes, you had a yellow t-shirt on, and it said, got Jesus on it. And that's, you know, really how you had started. And I was like, maybe read the Bible, because that's where I got a lot of my information. Right?
1: Yeah. And, like, for me, um, I I say this a lot, but it's so true. I nerd out on the fact that, like, it's history. Like... (laughs) it happened like that's the coolest thing for me yep and there's so much like truth that that was big too and I know we had talked about that um in in our sessions that there's so much truth in the bible and with BPD like we never know like for me anyways it was you know, like somebody give you a compliment or whatever. Oh, whatever, like, that's not true. Or, you know, you just always on the defense all the time. But like whenever I actually like started whenever I actually got my relationship with the Lord and like started actually like listening and paying attention and being obedient, then like it's just it's such a game changer. Like you see see so much good and in turn like you just you retain so much truth just from just staying in the word Mm -hmm. and that
0: was yeah that's amazing it's incredible to like see all of the things you've done because i know you know and i've came to it after you know i definitely consider myself a spiritual person and you know i was always looking for truth so when you and i would come together and read the bible never in my a million years did i think like oh Sam is going to start her own business and ministry. So one day, Sam calls and says that she's gonna start her own business, aka and ministry. So why don't we talk a little bit about that and your podcast and you know how you've poured <laughs> your heart into that. Yeah. So
1: after after working with you and seeing that Transformation is 100% possible and totally attainable for anybody who is, you know, willing to open up and be receptive and put in the work and everything. It was, it was really inspirational for me. Um, And so right now I am waiting for my LLC to come back for Mm, um, my, for Silver Linings, my, my own mindset coach business. And um an offshoot of that is going to be Silver Lining Ministries. I'm going to be um working with women who struggle with mental health. Um and we're going to be getting in the word and finding out, you know, what what God says about it and how to how to recover with with his help and just just live life (laughs) how to enjoy it and how to how to see the silver linings and see the blessings in everything and uh, you did mention i do have sam's silver lining my podcast that i started um just talking about it's a little bit of life and a little bit of me and a whole lot of jesus
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is incredible you guys can hear it on anchor too and i'll post all the links to sam's um podcast and if you know, her business link, when that comes available, I'll post that in the show notes. And where is your coaching business based out of?
1: So, um, I'm going to be, uh, online or I, or like in person, um, in in Southern Missouri, but, but, um, mostly online, uh, actually Jonathan's helping me with a website and I will be be having that up and going sometime in the near future. <laughs> nice. Um, but a lot of it'll a lot of it'll be done online, so it's not it's not just for you know people in Southern Missouri or you know just just somebody who who just is in person. So
0: awesome. So if you're out there and you are you know a Christian, if you are just wanting to enhance your spirituality and you want to talk to Sam. You know, Sam is available. And like I said, I'll put all that information in the show notes. Sam has some new clients. She's already had some things happening with her business, which is huge because we only did that podcast just a sh- few short months ago, right? Eight months ago. And so she's turned the pain yeah. that she experienced into this amazing life story where she has a business and a fiance and family and friends and church community. Almost. And- uh- amazing. Okay, almost. But... <laughs> Didn't you just tell me that he was your godsend <laughs> person, and he he told you that too? <laughs> he
1: is most definitely my godsend person. There is there is not another man out there meant meant to love Sam forever. I can promise you
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> your story is just amazing, Sam. It's definitely it's just so beautiful. This is like the recovery story, and yeah, you did it yourself, and you keep working hard towards it and you know there is no you just don't look back I mean you just don't you keep going and you understand that when you understand the definition of love and when you learn to trust yourself and you start being brave like being brave is so important I have lots and lots of people tell me that like oh it's scary or you know somebody told me very recently that they couldn't They couldn't handle negative consequences, even if they were gonna give themselves negative consequences, because then they feel like they shame themselves and they go down a guilt spiral. And I'm like, you know, I I have to laugh a little bit in the back of my mind because I think that is the thing that keeps you stuck. Sam would never have recovered if she feared negative consequence, meaning like, you know, breaking up, the pain of breaking up so that she can enjoy a new life. So it's important that you are brave. and You take advice from Sam and you work hard to recover. You find somebody who's going to help get you through it. And maybe Sam's your person. What do you think, Sam?
1: I would definitely, definitely love to, love to help anybody out there who's, who's willing. Um, I, I do have my testimony on my, my Facebook page, actually. Um, I've shared it, shared it a few times at some church events. Um, But Jonathan actually recorded it at this last one Um, at my church. They do this, um, this real life is what it's called. It's for um, like addiction recovery and everything like that. Um, And so I did post, post a video of my testimony up. So there's that that's available as well.
0: That's amazing. So excited to share that with the audience. I'm sure they want to hear it. So I guess like final questions are what, Do you have any advice for anyone out there and is there anything else that you wanted to share as an update or just in general, just to let people know that recovery is possible and to keep maintaining hope that even though it's hard and like really hard, that you still, you still can have that reward if you hold on and keep doing the work?
1: I mean, growth, you don't, you can't grow out of just staying in your comfort zone. In, in any aspect, you can't you can't grow in your faith from just standing still. You can't grow in your life from just standing still. There's no no possible way that you can get to where you want to go by being scared all the time. That's right because be, well and, and like being scared that's such a negative thing. Like growth doesn't come from negativity either. Yeah, some stuff is, it is hard to do. For me, it was hard to go to the mall by myself (laughs) or to just do public things by myself. I had severe social anxiety. And now I got up at Revival in front of 100-plus people and spoke. And it was live on Facebook, and that was terrifying. However, (laughs) I did it. And it was rewarding. And, yes, there... Negative consequences are going to happen. As long as you have good intentions, you can't you can't really you know control how other people receive information or how other people perceive whatever it is that you're doing. As long as you're doing it with your morals in mind, then that's that that's on you. Like you you can you can only control so much, and if you try to control everything, then it's, you're just going to go downhill from there.
0: That's right. Yep, that's good advice. Be brave. What is it? Be strong and courageous. Be fearless. Right? Those are all right from the word. Yep. And I, I also want to say, like, the word means the Bible when Sam says that for anybody out there who's not, you know, Christian. So whatever, you know, religion, spirituality, you know, whatever text you're drawing from, you make sure it's the truth. Well, I think one of the biggest things that Sam and I both agree on Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, is that a lot of the stuff that is in the Bible, it like literally works for your life. So, you know, God says over and over again, be strong and courageous, be brave, be fearless. You can do this. I got your back. You know, people out there can be trusted. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't try to go on platforms for social justice issues when you can't even take care of your own stuff. Like all that stuff is in there. It's like advice on how to live.
1: Exactly, and I just want to throw it out there too that if anybody has any questions about about God or you know if if you're questioning things or if you're feel convicted, <laughs> um, I'm here for that too. So,
0: oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely reach out to Sam. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely reach out to Sam if you want any support and help. I mean, I think that you know there's there's it's like whenever I I. I'm talking with someone and they're recovered or, you know, I even look at, like, all the things I've been through. It's a miracle because now we're talking like this today and it's almost surreal, right? It's like, oh, Sam is, you know, in this awesome relationship and she's got spirituality and she has career goals and she has control over every area of her, of her life except her hormones. <laughs> like, this is the same Sam who is, <laughs> right? you know, yeah, right. Like, but this is the same Sam who was. You know, duct taped to chairs as a kid who was put through relationship abuse after relationship abuse who wanted to die repeatedly and then just like that Sam yeah she's not there anymore and it's like I said before you kind of you have to you know transform it's not you know a lot of people will call in and be like well you don't say how to change your identity how how I mean the how is take a, a step into becoming a different person because as you can see Sam isn't the person she was. There's no way that she could go back to that because she's transformed. Her old person, her old self has died. And she is a new person in her recovery, in her faith, in her love. Right, Sam?
1: 100%, absolutely. And that, that, again, that goes back to fear. Like, <laughs> you just gotta overcome it. One baby step at a time, one tiptoe at a time.
0: So, for everybody out there who's begging, for a how, what was your how, how did you get from, I don't, I want to say zero to hero, so inappropriate, but like, how did you get from, there's my like, (laughs) there's my silly hyperbolic brain, how did you get from where you were, to where you are now, how?
1: Persistence.
0: Persistence.
1: Um, I didn't give up sucked and it was hard and it was emotional and it, it was just hard but persistence was I mean yeah it sucked but I had an in game I had a goal I wanted to think and behave and process information and just everything like this quote unquote normal person unless less hyperbolic. Yes, I'm still hyperbolic. Yes, I still get way too excited and dance when I eat chicken nuggets. However, <laughs> that, you know, that, that's the, that's the glittery side of things. You, you don't, you don't get to where, where you want to go regardless of if it's recovery or career or life or anything without, without being persistent. And a lot of prayer (laughs) a lot
0: a lot of prayer i love it what about whenever
1: i say that though like i don't mean some formal like oh heavenly father like i i don't i am not a formal person god knows this he made me there's quite a few times when i'm like dude i don't know what's going on like what's up help me legit word for word and you know it, it doesn't have to be some kind of formal religious, I hate that word, religious. Um, I'm not a religious person. Uh, religion is is not, that's, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other podcast.
0: But, yep, I feel yes. that way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but like, I don't, whenever I say I'm super involved in my church and everything, I'm not a very, I'm not a denominational person. I go to a scripture church. He teaches straight out of the Bible and that's that. Leave the politics and all of that aside, like, strictly what's god got to say about it and that that's that
0: that helps too awesome yep same so what about the people who say it but i can't control my emotions but i can't
1: have you
0: tried sure i've tried i still can't i don't know how
1: (laughs) okay but but have you actually given it a real try or did you just kind of like I can't do this once. Nobody gets hard things once, especially with recovery. Like it took. Well, you have messages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took how long? Of, of Damn. <laughs> I need you to actually stop and think about what is going on around you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What What happened? Is it really that bad? It, it, it takes. It, per, again, persistence. I mean, it. It's. It's. You can. You just, you have to want it, and you have to put in the amount of work that it takes. It, it, you can't just, you can't say, oh, well, I can't do this. Well, did you actually try, though? Because if you actually really tried, yes, you can.
0: That's right. And not just tried, you know, but like tried in a hyperbolic way. That's what, you know, the people that are successful, successful in recovery are people who take their hyperbolic nature and focus in a hyperbolic way towards the mission, doing everything in her power to focus on her mission of recovery. That's what she did. And I think that's why you have that quote. You know, I remember that quote and I was like. You know, if you fall down 106 times, meaning if you try and you fail, you know, 106 times, so what? It's not 107 times. And what if you succeed on time 108? What, you're just going to, you know, lay down and quit right at the finish line? You don't even know. And so we would have conversations like that a lot right. too, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. So the how is be persistent, be persevered. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, easier said than done, sure, but you're going to fail. You're going to fail over and over and over again, just like Sam did until she didn't anymore. And look at her now. Hey. Amazing. (laughs) Awesome. Any last, any final thoughts for this episode? We're definitely going to do another one and keep following up with Sam because I just want everyone to see that she is, you know, 100% genuinely herself. And this is the way that it can be for anyone out there. If your drive is enough, if you have someone helping you, if you stay focused on your mission and you're just willing to fail over and over again until you just don't anymore, because there's always an end to that feeling of failure. There's always a learning curve and you always meet it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's that's what's great is it can be personalized so much for I mean, it's it's not just how I did it or how you did it or how Devin did it or you know, whoever. It's how are you going to do it? Right. Like don't worry about, you know, don't don't take what I say to or, you know, whoever to oh, this is exactly how. Right. Cuz it might it's not going to work, you know. Yep.
0: That's true. You know, we I started the podcast to be able to provide hope to let you know that it can happen. So if there are some things that I say and you're like, Meh, Sam's right. Find another way. Find someone else. You know, there are multiple people, probably hundreds, if not thousands of people on YouTube talking about the exact same things I'm saying, but in different words, in different ways, and maybe to different populations of people you know like will smith or we talked about uh, i talked about like matthew mcconaughey or even you know the bible people are saying things that i'm saying so find the person out there who their stuff resonates with you or find the way to work it in a how like you can do it and then do it hope is out there it can happen yes for
1: sure sure. it's and it's so attainable. <laughs> like I said, I mean, you know, anybody, any anybody can. Um, it's just stepping out, stepping out of your comfort zone and stepping out in faith and
0: mm-hmm.
1: just ask.
0: That's right. That's right. Just ask. Awesome, Sam. Well, thank you so much. You're such an inspiration. I'm sure people are going to love this episode, especially all the people who reach out telling me they loved your first episode. And it's just Really solidifies your recovery journey, and I'm just so happy for you. It's awesome.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on again, and I look forward to to all the updates in the future. And I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that next time there will probably be some some left-handed kind of forever ball news, but
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: for now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: For now, you'll be happy in the space where you're learning to be vulnerable.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. And, again, everyone, all of Sam's information will be in the show notes. So if you need some support, you want to talk about God, you want to learn how to pray, you can contact Sam. You can also contact me if you want some coaching. We're both out here, and all of our information will be in the show notes. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Are you currently struggling to stay afloat? Are you looking for more one-on-one support and guidance on your recovery journey? Check out thriveonlinecounseling.com. We offer a mindset coaching that will propel your recovery journey forward We help frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Have phone, video, or text sessions wherever you are. The best part? You can schedule right from our website. Choose the day and time that works best for you. Life can be better. We can help. Make an investment in yourself. You are worth it. Okay, thanks for listening. That was from Borderline and Beautiful, a production of Thrive Mind Body LLC, online coaching that helps frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Visit us on the web at ThriveOnlineCounseling dot com. If you like this show, remember you can hear it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or any app that you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get a new episode every Monday.